0: Hello, friends. James Corbett here CorbettReport.com. Welcome back to Questions for Corbett. And this week on the D program, we're going to ask a question that's another one of those questions that I've received over and over in various iterations throughout the entirety of the Corbett Report, which is something along the lines of, what are these show notes that you keep talking about? <laughs> or uh, other iterations of that question, maybe. Uh, you mentioned this particular video, or you played a bit of this, or you you talked about this document. Where Where can I find that link? So, for all of you who have asked that question, congratulations, I think that this is an important question to be asking. Uh, what are those show notes that you're talking about? Where where can I find that link? Um, it is important, but uh, and although I don't think it's rocket science to figure out how to answer this question, there are some different things we need to look at with regards to this. So all of you who have clicked on this video, which I'll grant you does not have the sexiest sounding title, this isn't the question that's on the tip of everyone's tongue necessarily, but... I really hope you don't take this lightly um, because this question actually gets to the heart of what it is that I do at the Corbett Report and why I do it and what I am attempting to accomplish with this work that I've been doing for the past 14 years. And it's something that I do tend to stress from time to time, as you might have heard me, for example, on my recent appearance on the Unregistered podcast with Thaddeus Russell. And you call your work Open Source Intelligence News, right? Now, can you explain that? I think I know what it means, but I would love for you to give a full explanation of what that means. I think think it's actually like the most important thing to explain about your work. Yeah, I agree. And that's why it is the tagline of my website. And it has been since it was uh, founded in 2007. So when I was first coming up with the idea of starting a website um, in late 2006, early 2007, it was at that time that I was encountering some information, um, and I believe there was a, specifically a Washington Post article that I, I read at that time that I actually included in the About section on my website way back in the day. It's not there anymore, but it was specifically about the concept of open source intelligence and the fact that the CIA and other intelligence agencies gather the vast majority of their information From open sources, not the James Bond sleuthing Hollywood version of intelligence gathering, but by looking at open sources. And back in the day, of course, that was radio, television, newspaper, magazine kind of print and and broadcast material. But Mm -hmm. in the online age, it's online material. And in fact, probably even more so in the online age than back in the day when they were intercepting Russian radio transmissions or what have you. No, now, Mm now you can go online. And you can access an incredible amount of information. And I thought, why not apply that in an, in an open source investigation that we can all crowdsource information and put it together and lay out the dots. And rather than sitting there on some sort of high horse and saying, please believe me about this. No, we're, we're in the internet age. I can link you to source documents that, uh, that, that I think back up what I'm saying, but you can go and look for yourself. And that is the very founding ethos and principle that my work is based upon. It was there from the very inception. The first thing I thought when I was thinking about putting together a podcast was, I'm going to have a documentation list. And every time I talk about a document, an article, a video, whatever, I'm going Mm -hmm. to link people to it because why not? Mm -hmm. We're in the internet age. It shouldn't have been a revolutionary idea. But back in 2007, when I started the site, there were still profoundly few people who were doing that. So uh, if 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 my work does nothing else, I hope inst- inculcating that idea in its uh, in the audience that it is important for people to actually back up what they're saying with sources should be just the basic ground level of the work that I'm doing. Yeah, if you're getting the sense that this is an important issue to me and actually goes to the heart of the core of the ethos of the Corbett Report and the founding ideology of what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it, then ding ding ding, you're a winner. You are correct. Yes. I, uh, I really can't stress enough how important this was in helping me to shape the idea of what it was I was going to be doing at the Corporate Report at all, and why it was that right out of the gate, right from episode one, I made sure to have a documentation list, show notes of at, when I say something at a certain time, you can look up, okay, where did he get that? What's the link for that? Because it has never been easier in human history to link people directly to the source documentation of what I'm talking about, you don't have to take my interpretation for it, and nor should you. In in many cases, I, I'm who am I, and what do I know? You have your own set of understanding and beliefs, and background and experience that inform your perspective. So, if you are so inclined, if you're interested in a piece of information, dig into it directly for yourself. And this again is not a radical idea, but um. It, Kind of was online at the time, back in 2007 when I started the website, or 2006 when I was reading that Washington Post question mark article. Is that, what, what was James talking about there? What, what was he talking about? Oh, well, I guess I'll never know. No, you can know. So let's specifically drill down into this and make a case study out of this. So let's say you are here on CorbettReport.com and you're listening along to this James Corbett on the unregistered podcast and interview 1632, and you're listening and you hear James says something about that Washington Post article or something, and you're interested in that. Well, why don't you take a note of where he said that, four minutes and 17 seconds, and then go down to the documentation list, which is sorted here by time reference. And oh, there you go. At four minutes and 17 seconds, CIA mines rich content from blogs. Let's see what that is. And you click over and oh, yeah, James was wrong off the top of his head. It wasn't Washington Post. It was Washington Times. But here it is, Tuesday, April 18th, 2006. CIA Mines Rich Content from Blogs, and I'm putting in the direct link to the Washington Times, not archive, because I'm amazed to see the exact URL that I was reading. This is the exact artic- article, the exact URL from 15 years ago, is still up and functioning, which deserves something of a medal on the internet at this point, because <laughs> a lot of links tend to break over 15 years. Anyway, I just found that interesting. But here you go. President Bush and U.S. policymakers are receiving more intelligence from open sources, such as internet blogs and foreign newspapers, than they previously did. And so they're starting the new open source center at CIA headquarters. And they're always thinking, well, if they can do it, we can do it. I can access foreign newspapers and internet blogs and, Podcasts and whatever else. So let's do this and let's link people up to the source documents. So that's exactly what I'm doing. And I was delighted to note that in this extensive show notes and documentation for the recent unregistered podcast appearance. I wasn't the only one who noted that this is a lot of information. In fact, someone in the comment section said, I was overwhelmed by the amount of show notes here, and it'll take me hours to even go through half of it. Yeah, yeah, it probably will. And realistically, it's not like I'm expecting every single listener to go through every single show note every single time. That would probably be impossible. But at any rate, if you do hear something that's interesting, you should be able to pick it out and, and go to that particular document. And it should be as simple as humanly possible here, sorted by time reference. And there are problems with that because I believe the time reference on the video version of this podcast is different than the time reference on the audio because it's a slightly different audio and whatever. At any rate, something in the ballpark, you should be able to find the thing that you're looking for. Um, But not necessarily everything. Uh, In a two-hour conversation, I'm sure there are offhand mentions of pieces of information that I could throw a note in, but dude i just kind of offhand mentioned that it wasn't something but hopefully every key detail every key document everything that i reference is going to be here so you can go directly to it and uh there's a lot here to keep you occupied now this is the ideal where it is sorted by time reference it is not always ideal let's put it that way so for example let's go to episode 397 of the Report podcast exposing biden's secret plans which i hope you'll have seen by now if not give it a a watch. But if you do, you might be like this corporate Report user, M. McDonald, who wrote, uh, what is the website for the behind the headlines part of this video talking about Anthony Blinken at around 41.10? Okay, excellent question. So let's, Let's imagine a uh, possible scenario here. So let's say you're watching this on Minds.com. It's the same for any of the different places that I post to. Or maybe you're watching it directly on the embedded player here. Or maybe you're watching it from the downloaded MP4 that you've downloaded your hard drive. But let's say that you get to, say, the 41.10-ish mark of this podcast. And... ...also pushed for regime change in Libya. He became Obama's point man on... Okay, so you have this interesting... Behind the headlines, this is all we can see from the clip. Here's some kind of clip about Tony Blinken going into some degree of detail about Joe Biden's pick for Secretary of State. And all we have on screen is this BTH behind the headlines. But you don't know, where is this clip? So like M. McDonald, you're like, hey, anybody, anybody know where this clip comes from? Can I find this clip? Yes, don't worry. You can find this clip. So again, it's the same for any any place that you go uh, where I post my information, you, you will see there's the show notes and MP3. So when you click on that, you're going to be transported over to the corporate report where you're going to find, of course, this is the posting and here's the text and the video and there's the high and low quality uh, MP3 files and then the show notes. And to be fair, in this particular case, they are not sorted by time reference. I really should do that for everything I do, but until I can discover a few dozen hours behind the fridge every single week to to add this to my list of things to do, realistically, I'm not sure I can do it for everything I do. Um, I will try to do it when it's plausible and feasible. But at any rate, all of the show notes are here and they, do, they are in the order in which they are mentioned in this podcast. So uh, in this case, it's not going to be the easiest of easy, because it doesn't say behind the headlines, it's actually the title of the video that is in the show notes here. And you don't know that title, so you're, you're well, where is it? Well, I mean, for example, if you just, if you know this is after the Timothy Wu clip, then you can go start searching through the clips after that. I'll give you the hint. It's how Joe Biden plans to make the American empire great. So you click on that uh, headline and there you get the video. And here's the behind the headlines video that that clip comes from. So it is in the show notes. It just takes a few seconds to sort of locate it. But as I say, ideally, it would have a time reference and you'd just be able to skip directly to there. But anyway, it should be in there. Now, having said that, again... Not every offhand reference and every every sentence of everything that I've ever done is has documents and links and show notes. Every key document and detail should be there, but there are going to be offhand references that aren't necessarily easy to spot. So, for example, let's imagine you're on interview 1631, New World Next Week with James Evan Pilato, fake punks get the real jab, and you are like... User Anish who says, there's no show, show note link to the offhand mention of Mossad agent Robert Maxwell's software. I couldn't find it on CR.com, corbitreport.com. Cr.com is not corporatereport.com. What am I missing? Okay, good question. So let's let's take a look at the actual reference uh here. And I believe Anish is referencing this part of the episode. He's reviewed by the Los Angeles Times. Those defendants are awaiting trial dates that will be months away. At, of course, the Justice Department. Now, that's, don't forget, that's the Justice Department that stole the Promise software with connections to Galen's Maxwell's dad, you know, Robert the drowned Mossad agent. All right. Now that's quite the reference. And to be fair, when James and I are presenting New World next week, we are speaking as old hands in the conspiracy space at this point over a decade and a half, three decades of combined research experience. So we'll make references to things that uh, and it may be very obscure if you're not uh, following along extremely closely. So, yeah, I understand. Someone might hear that reference and not quite understand what was being said. And it's not, in this case, uh, in the show notes. It was just an offhand reference. So... In this particular case, uh, someone did actually respond to a niche, which is an ideal situation. If you happen to know an answer to a question that a commenter is leaving, please leave the answer. That, that's helpful. So Yo-Yo Fox responds, is this helpful? An article by Whitney Webb, Megagroup, Maxwell's Mossad, spy story, Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Yes, of course. Um, so for example, this will provide more information on Robert Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, who was the Mossad agent who drowned in mysterious circumstances. Yeah, that's That's definitely that part of the reference. Um, Now, in this case, it's a bit confusing, but to be fair, what James was referencing there with regard to the software stolen by the Justice Department, that's actually a separate story um, talking about the specifically Promise software. And again, you could be forgiven for not knowing that Promise in this case is not P-R-O-M-I-S-E. It's capital P, capital R, capital O, capital M, capital I, capital S. Promise Software. That was referenced back in episode two hundred ten of the Quarter Report, Hunting the Octopus, of course. So for example, you go and search for Promise and you can find about the four-part Insight magazine series on the Promise Saga, comprehensive post about Michael Conosciuto and his role in the Promise Promise Saga, video about Promise and what became of it. Again, anyway, there's more information there. So yes, that type of thing, an offhand reference that's made like that, is not necessarily going to be in the show notes, um, but hopefully when it is pointed out, and if somebody has a question, they can ask or get in touch with me directly, and hopefully I'll be able to provide more background for that. Um, But again, realistically, not every single reference of every single thing that's ever said in every single episode is going to have a a handy-dandy show note link for it. But hopefully the meat and potatoes of the actual things that are cited and talked about in the articles that we discuss will be there. So you can go to them directly. So again, there's a lot of different ways that this plays out, and a lot of different people asking um, different aspects of Uh, just trying to find out more about uh, uh, things that they see on screen. So, for example, in that same New World next week, we have this question from MCBC Survivor who says, By the way, I loved the Screw YouTube song. Is there a single video of just that song anywhere on the site? Now that's a good question, but that's referring not to the New World Next Week episode where he is posting this comment, but to a separate thing that I posted up before that, uh, specifically episode 399, Few, where you will recall the smash hit by, who? who is this? James Corbett has a band, what? And they they got a music video? What's going on here? Well, there was some visual cue here at the beginning of the, I, don't, I know it's kind of hard to, to see, maybe you might have missed it, but yes, IP Freely, Screw YouTube, bye. Kodomo-san, Capricorn 1, 2020, that must be an album title, and Kodomo-san.com, what's that? Well, that might be a clue as to where you can find more information about this song. I hoped that visual prompt would be enough, but... I don't just hope. I also prepare. So, for example, in the show notes for episode 399, if you're watching along and you're interested by that, well, there you go. It's right in the show notes. IP freely. Screw YouTube by Kodomo-san. And there's links to Soundcount, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Minds, BitChute, and haha, yes, YouTube. It is on YouTube as a single video. So if you want, you could even click through to the YouTube post of this video and watch it right there. And yes, this is just the music video by Kodomo-san, and you can find out more about my band and blah, blah, blah. All right. So there you go. Uh, As I say, it kind of seems simple and basic at one level, but it's actually structurally important. It's actually an important part of what I do and why I do it, that there are show notes and that they are a resource. So... I, I, again, I, I understand not every single person is going to want to go through every single show note, every single episode. That, that would be uh, almost crazy. But at any rate, when you hear or see something that's interesting, that you want more information, you want the context, you want to read it or see it for yourself, hopefully it will be there in the show notes. If not, do reach out to the corporate Report community or to myself or to others to ask, where, where did that come from? What was that? And uh, hopefully that link can be provided. But anyway... Um, yeah, that, that is not a trivial question, and I'm glad to see it when I see it, because as I've said before, part of what actually got me interested in doing this work in the first place was my own experience of not just passively watching videos and about information about things that were happening in 9-11 and whatever, but when I started to look at that information for myself, no, 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 I don't want to hear someone tell me about some sort of secret plan that was forwarded to the Kennedys from the Joint Chiefs of Staff about committing terror attacks. No, I want to read it. And I can. And here it is. Here's the document. Here's the link. And once you start actually getting into the research and doing it for yourself and looking at these things for yourself, I think that's when you really activate, as a human being, uh, it, fundamentally, as someone who's not just passively receiving information, in like a blank slate, but you are actively putting yourself in there and looking at it and trying to come to an understanding yourself. So it is an important part of what I do, and I am I appreciate this question when I get it. And I'm glad that you stuck around to listen to this answer, because again, as I say, I know there's a lot more funner, sexier, conspiratating questions that we could ponder, but this is actually a really important question to, to, to have as a baseline for everything else we can build on top of that. It is an important part of the whole research paradigm, and ultimately I don't want an audience of passive people who are just listening to what I say. I I would prefer to hopefully inspire researchers and people to go further with their own research, and I'm hoping that the show notes and documentation lists make that possible. Anyway... Uh, I will end it here for today, but I, I thank you again for, uh, for bearing with me through this, I think, important piece of the Corporate Report puzzle. And I hope this explains in greater detail what these show notes are and how to use them. I will be back in the near future to talk to you about more uh, <laughs> entertaining or important subjects, anyway, here at corporatereport.com.